weird stuff. Really weird tales, tales, tales. What a weird week. The top 10 podcast of the weirdest news stories of the week for Sunday, 22 November 2020. The one with the uh, cool stuff. So we're broadcasting today from the living room, and uh, this is going to be a one-take wonder mini-sode of What a Weird Week. Thank you for coming back to the podcast, get the show notes, and uh, if you want to subscribe or find out more, uh, if you go Twitter, at What a Weird Week, kablammy, you got it. Number 10, 10, 10. The 10th weirdest story this week is the rare... Uh, Hope Diamond and how it has been stolen. No, the less rare Minute Diamond, a legit thing. Scientists create diamonds at room temperature in minutes. Every article I saw about this, they were like, diamonds are forever. However, this took minutes or whatever. Uh, Some of them, diamonds are a girl's best friend. These scientists making many friends. I don't know. Whatever headline you want. Many cliches available. It used to take billions of years for diamonds to form deep in the earth, heat, pressure, diamonds. Now scientists can whip you up a diamond in a lab in minutes and room temperature. And you're like, hey, don't they already have diamonds made in laboratories? Why, yes. Yes, they do. This way seems to be faster. Also, um, did we mention room temperature? That is, that's a new thing. So uh, diamonds as we know them. This could change everything. This could be a total game changer. Now, they will be sold in the drive-thru at fast food restaurants. If you order hash browns with your diamond, you might have to pull ahead and wait. Number 10, Minute Diamonds. Number 9, Stop Motion Rudolph sold at auction. Number 9 story this week. Uh, when you're watching the 1964 Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer special this year, you will see uh, Santa and Rudolph, and you can turn to whoever you're watching with, even if it's a small child, and say, hey, they just sold at auction for 368,000 smackers. The trivia, there's a a bunch in the show notes if you want to click and, and see all this stuff. Um, But the one I like is how Santa's beard is made of yak hair. Did you ever know that? Like, how many times have you watched that episode? Did did it ever once occur to you that Santa's beard was yak hair? That's pretty good, right? That's, I mean, considering this is a broadcast from the living room sofa, that's pretty good, right? It's pretty good. Number eight, eight, eight. I'm going to keep doing the theme music until I get a sore throat. Uh, number eight is Stovetop Stuffing's line of formal wear. Which, this was a roller coaster ride this past week when the story came out. You can buy formal clothes from the people of uh, Stovetop Stuffing. The Stovetop Stuffing people now also into fashion. Um, and the whole deals, you of course, yes, a publicity stunt, uh, if that's still what you call it. But, uh, you know, they were like, hey, uh, let's make holiday dinner stuffy. You've been wearing sweats for the last eight months. Let's let's really get stuffy with stuffing clothing. 
And so you could order it. Uh, the news came out in advance and was like, please stand by this. You know, the sale will go live uh, at noon Eastern or whatever. And then uh, later on, and the stuff looked fantastic. I don't have good fashion sense, but prices between like $4.79 to up to $30, which I believe the $30 item was the red velvet dinner jacket. And then uh, they sold out. These things, these publicity stunts, they go and then they, they, they're like, yeah, don't, don't you want this uh, wonderful velvet jacket? And I'm like, yes, I do. And then they're like, sorry, sold out. We only had three of them. Or I don't know. Uh, double check my facts on that. Anyway, if you want to see what they look like and be jealous, as I was, uh, check the show notes. Exactly. Oh, wait. I'm not sure if you could pick up the uh, Christmas clock, but as we continue to Christmas decorate, and uh, as I hit pause and talk to my wife, I mean, these are all... That is ambiance. You're not getting this with... Uh, I was going to say you're not getting this with uh, my favorite murder, but you totally are, right? They're constantly talking to the cats and stuff. All right, here we go. Number seven. Seven, seven. Oh, wait, before we do number seven, I have to say, we were talking about this stovetop stuffing uh, line of fashionware that has already sold out. And I was like, you could never get that stuff. It's always like they whet your appetite and then, sorry, sold out. But you know what? Um, the a couple weeks ago on the podcast, I think we talked about the Kentucky Fried Chicken uh, Yule log or the the log you can get for the fireplace that smells like delicious KFC. And uh, I was like, in Canada, it looks like you can only order it online, and people have jacked up the price. Guess what? Canadian Tire for a reasonable amount, you can uh, own that thing. This has been a bonus segment, the Canadian Tire sponsored segment. Uh, not really sponsored. KFC smelling Yule log. Number seven, seven, seven. For real this time. For real this time. Number seven story this week. What a weird week. Seagulls and their superpowers. I really found this interesting. Scientists studying seagulls in the UK have figured out that they've adjusted their lunch time so they take lunch. Seagulls have figured this out. They take lunch the same time as school lunch breaks. So like at first I'm like, well, it's obvious wherever there's food, the kids are out there with their lunches. uh, Seagulls are going to show up, but the experts have been watching the seagulls. There's a lot more going on than that. The seagulls show up before the kids come out with delicious lunch, which I assume this is the UK. I assume it's fish and chips. Every, every kid bangers and mash. Um, the, so the seagulls show up before, and they know, and the seagulls do not show up on, day, on days when there's no school. Is that not the craziest thing? Seagulls are, I mean, I don't know how comfortable I am living in a world where seagulls are that smart, because, you know, you roll into McDonald's there in the McDonald's parking lot, the seagulls are staring you down, and you, you feel intimidated by these seagulls, and now you also know they're geniuses? It's actually the stare-down thing? Scientists have also, there's a great article in a number of links. Scientists have discovered that you can chase a seagull away with intense eye contact, which that also works on me. <laughs> you know, it's a joke about how, how incredibly awkward I am. Just 
just look me in the eyes, me and the seagulls, we're gone. That's number seven. Number six. Here's the headline I worked uh, hours on. Very proud of. Not so fast, human aging process. Here's the headline. Human aging process biologically reversed in world first. Article is about how, well, first of all, why isn't this number one on the top ten this week? This is pretty substantial. The answer is, we also have some soft drink stories to get to. You know, Pepsi-Cola. So, here's what they do. This is a small study. 35 people, but they've been reversing, seriously, legit, reversing the aging process at a chromosome level. You know, so they're they're down to the chromosomes. They are... Uh, it's you can read the whole article, but it has to do with how, as we get older, uh, parts of the chromosome, there, there's some breaking down that goes on. And this thing they do, and I'm going to tell you what they do, and it is very simple. This thing they do is reversing aging damage at the chromosome level. You go in, you breathe pure oxygen in one of those hyperbaric chambers. And if you do that on the regular, like 90 minutes or something at a time, you're reversing the aging process, biological reversal aging process. So, more study required? If you, uh, yeah, sure, if you're asking the same question I asked, what if you sleep too long in the chamber? Do you come out like Benjamin Buttons? I don't know. That's for science. But uh, it seems very simple. We could all have, get rid of our uh, ultramatic adjustable bed and put in a hyperbaric chamber, and uh, there you go. We're reversing the aging process. Very interesting article. If you want to read the show notes. Number five. Number five is from the, now we're at the kitchen table. So uh, there's a gingerbread house here, and I could also get a little, a little bit of jingle bells going on. Number five is the designing nightmare of the, Pop bottle. Great article came out this week about the two liter Pepsi bottle in the United States, how it got a, a revamp. After 30 years, same design, they were like, we want to tweak a couple of things. Let's make it easier to grab. Okay. Yeah, that seems straightforward. And let's move the label because we want the label to be clear when the pop bottle is sitting on the shelf. We want people to know they're grabbing a Pepsi. So that's, you know, okay. Let's do that. And, uh, and PepsiCo uh, starts working on designs. I mean, they're not changing. It's not going to be a triangle. It's not going to be a balloon animal shaped bottle. It's going to be a bottle, right? The chief designer at PepsiCo said the hardest assignment he's ever had. If you want to see what the uh, end uh, bottle looks like, and there is so much that goes into designing just a little tweak on the Pepsi bottle. They didn't want to use more plastic, you know, let's, let's not do that. You know, okay, so a few things like that. And then they're trying, it. like, is it too top heavy? Is it easier to grab? This seems to me it's a little squished in at the bottom and it's got some sort of grip on there, some sort of uh, gripping ridge. So it looks like a wonderful uh, bottle, not going to lie. If you want to see it, show notes at... Uh, the internet. That's where the show notes are on the internet. 
Yes. Number four, four, four. Number four story, also Pepsi. I mean, we had the Pepsi bottle story, but Pepsi was on fire last week with the uh, the stories. This one, one of those deals where a brand tries to go viral with the funny prize. Apple pie Pepsi is a thing, a real thing. They're doing a limited run of apple pie flavored Pepsi, which if you, to me, it sounds disgusting because I enjoy a good, uh, nice frosty Pepsi, you know? And so... That would ruin my nice frosty Pepsi to, 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 you know, for it to be apple pie flavored. What if you grabbed the wrong Pepsi by mistake and you're drinking, you're so hot and uh, tired after perhaps decorating the house for Christmas and, and you grab that ice cold Pepsi and you just can't wait and then it's apple pie flavored. <laughs> so... They're doing a limited run, but you have to win the apple pie and Pepsi. So if you're terrible, you know, it's uh, Thanksgiving week this week in the United States. And if you're terrible at baking, they want you to take a picture of your bake fail. Hashtag. And then you can win apple pie, Pepsi, Pepsi, uh, the hero makes it. Pepsi makes it right. You can still serve apple pie, even if you're a terrible uh, baker. The apple pie comes in a Pepsi bottle. Number three, 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 three. George Clooney and the Million Dollar Suitcase Secret. So this week, George Clooney confirmed. Uh, this was all over. You probably uh, heard this, saw this, read this. Everybody picking up this story. He uh, gave an interview in one of those fancy magazines and confirmed a rumor that had. I never heard this rumor before, but apparently it's been going around for a while. The rumor that he gave out 14 suitcases, each with a million dollars cash to friends who helped him before he was famous. Completely bonkers story, and now confirmed to be true by George Clooney himself. Uh, it happened in 2013. He does the movie Gravity. He's uh, doing very well. He has a lot of money, and he's like, what am I, how, what? You know, one of those deals where you look inward, and you're like, now I'm rich. So you're <laughs> trying to be so quiet. Thank you. My wife is tiptoeing around the house right now. And, and that's not just say, to say it's, it's, not, it's not usual. It's normally slamming doors. But not, I don't mean in a, let's, let's pause the George Clooney story for a moment. I don't mean in a crazy uh, marital strife way. I just mean good old-fashioned, let's slam some doors, you know? Anyway, unpause George Clooney story. George Clooney is rich, decides he wants to give, he, he has a list. Okay, these 14 friends, what can I do for them? Oh, I'll give them a suitcase with a million dollars. They all got a suitcase with a million dollars. He talks about how he, you, where you can get that kind of cash in uh, California. And a uh, wonderful article about George Clooney uh, being, a, I mean, that is a pretty cool gesture. That There was a... Uh, there wasn't a lot to not like about that whole deal and, and how his friends uh, speak so highly of him. If you want to read the article, we've got the link in the show notes. Number two, two, two. Become holiday cheermeister, cheermaster, cheer. Just watch holiday movies is kind of the number two story. This is the uh, story that broke this past week from reviews.org. They have a contest where if you win... You watch 25 holiday movies, you declare the best movie of all time, 
they give you $2,500. Not too shabby. You're going to watch at least 14 of these. Like, if you think of the top 25 holiday movies of all time, you're going to watch at least 14 of these anyway in the next, you know, in the coming weeks. So, get her done. Uh, enter this contest. Win the $2,500. USA only contest. But, uh, it, uh, I mean, you may want to just do this for free, just for the, uh, like, steal the idea. No $2,500, but just hunker down and declare the best movie. Or, if you want to skip all that, I believe the internet is, internet has decided that Home Alone is the, is the best holiday movie. That's, uh, of course, you know, leave your comments down below. <laughs> comments down below, uh, like and subscribe. Uh, by the way, if we weren't broadcasting from the kitchen table and Christmas decorating, I would have gone back and edited out the lame uh, like and subscribe joke, which, you know, I do about 30% of the time. I will edit out the, the lamest of the jokes. Um, these are a few honorable mentions. Before we get to the number one weird story of the week, honorable mention, the guy who decorates his house like a scene from Home Alone at Christmas time. It is fantastic. He's got, uh, he's got Kevin there with the paint bucket. Uh, yeah, it's not a live actor. No, it's, a, uh, it's a, some sort of mannequin. And uh, then he's got the wet bandits. The whole thing, his whole house, his holiday uh, display is, you know, even the neon uh, Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. It's fantastic. So uh, that is honorable mention. If you want to see the photos, links in that in the show notes. And then honorable mention to the Rockefeller Plaza. Uh, is that what you call it? The, uh, the big tree in New York, Rockefeller Center. Um, so they get a big tree every year. Uh, this year, the tree is getting needle shamed on Twitter because uh, once they got the tree up, it looked a little bare. It was, uh, I mean, now the, the, the tree has some spokespeople and uh, the spokespeople say, just hang on. Once we get the lights on, it's going to be fine. You know, the tree seems to be taking it in stride. But then also, same story, same link. You can see pictures of the little owl that, that, that was living in the tree. They put the tree up and they found an owl. And now the owl is, uh, seems to be happy and uh, safe. That is, like, that's a, a Disney cartoon. Or that's one of those, one of those uh, half-hour-long holiday uh, cartoons you would watch as a kid. The owl and the, the big tree. I can't believe that really happened. That's in, in, in a week when there was so much crazy news. It kind of got buried a little bit, the uh, owl story. So, honorable mention. Number one. Number one. Off the floor. No effects. No post-production. Uh, here's the number one story. What a weird week podcast. The top ten weird stories of the week. Number one is Bud Light. And this is another one that's like a marketing ploy or whatever. But I cannot believe what the bid is at. The Bud Light gaming console auction. See, I, I'm not a gamer. There is a game console war, I guess, right now. PlayStation and Xbox. The war is on. Holiday gift giving. And then Bud Light comes out with something that you got to figure. This is just, you know, to get attention. <laughs> like, please drink our beer or whatever. But the game console looks like a six-pack. And if you want to see photos in the show notes. 
And they're, instead of offering it for sale, like some of the other stuff we talked about this week where, you know, they make a couple and then they're like, they sell them and it's just all for publicity. This one is is uh, going to be auctioned off to the highest bidder. And the last I checked, the um, it's over $15,000 now, the highest bid on this game console that looks, and it has a, you know, it has a, a few built-in games there and it, you know, the, um, they're brand name games. This is not like, uh, no offense, Ms. Pac-Man, but I mean, these are the, the, uh, uh, more modern games. Anyway, the, the, the deal is looks like a six pack plays like a game console system and currently sitting at $15,000 for the Bud Light gaming system. That's it for what a that's it for what a weird week. The podcast of the top ten weirdest news stories of the week. Oh, I wish sometimes I wish we did a YouTube of it. Maybe my wife is dancing to the background music. Uh, in the kitchen here. So thank you for listening. If you want the show notes or like and subscribe, no, if you want to uh, subscribe to the podcast, uh, wherever you get podcasts, that's how you can do that. And the show notes are on Twitter at what a weird week.